I, I, I would jump in there. I'll give you an example of what I think could work. How about brands start actually bringing value to people? So the one way to penetrate the phone is actually being a utility instead of being a marketer. So I'm not convinced that we're gonna text with brands because brands have been trying it for seven or eight years and I think we learned a lot about, stick with me for a sec. I think that, I think that brands have tried to penetrate this space for a while. I think we learned a lot about email. I think we are heavily reluctant to let people penetrate our phone number. But if, if any brand told me, here's what you're gonna get if you let me message you, I can give you parenting advice as a baby shampoo well now you're starting to build a value prop that isn't a clever ha 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 commercial. So I think the cost of entry to penetrate our cell phone number is quite high and I think that brands in general have to understand that time has become the asset that we most care about and that we have to stop interrupting people from their day to day. That ship has sailed. The golden era of the 70, 80 years of radio, television, and other things that we've done where we can interrupt you, you're reading the article and you turn a page and there's a car ad and you have to go to the next place, mm-hmm. It's not 1960 fucking five anymore, right? <laughs> like, like people don't have time anymore. And so we value it. And so if you're gonna take my time, I want value. So, so the answer is permission and adequate value exchange. Enormous, and enormous upfront. Penetrate your phone yes. number, right? Enormous promise like, upfront that you actually deliver help. on so that you can rate, you're only as good as your last at bat, right? Like yeah. if, you, if you're great as a shampoo brand giving advice and then after eight months you hit them hard with like go to Walmart and buy our shampoo, that's the beginning of you deteriorating. Mm-hmm. I mean I had an email newsletter in 1997 that had 91% open rates because email marketing hadn't been ruined yet. And so like that's what happens every time. So how do brands scale that value exchange? Is it through altruism? Is it through informational value, monetary means, social currency, you know, like, what, what's the best way? Is I don't it- think there is a best way, right? I think it all depends on what the brand is. And so what, what, what's the DNA okay. of the brand and what can they deliver? Mm-hmm. Not every brand is altruistic. Not every brand, mm-hmm. you know, is service orientated. So not every brand is discount. So I think it really depends. Or back to Bonin's thesis, in a one-to-one remarketing world, actually maybe the consumer could be the person that decides the way they get it, right? Like some people value virtual currency, some people value price, people, a lot of people like coupons. Like other people want to be entertained. Other, so I think if you can give them the option to opt in and get what they want, that's, that level of personalization gives you a shot. It's interesting, that's one of the things we're testing. So you know, when you, when you text it, we begin to ask you questions on four tracks, either dating, music, parenting, What's interesting is, so the first day we're just randomly choosing where to put you in. So we're like boom, 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 and I'm just hitting you with questions, questions, questions around that that I chose for you. How is, um, are, are all we're talking about, listen, <laughs> listen, listen, Gary, yeah. are all we're talking about is going back to like 1997 permission-based relationship, Seth Godin sort of. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't. Cell phone, I, so we're talking about a permission-based marketing, direct marketing relationship. I think, I it's think. It's always been permission, right? Yeah, I mean, look, I think, I think it depends on how you look at it. I mean, I do, I, do I think new things happen? Not that often. I think, I think everybody's being fucked with because the attention is being staggered in so many different directions and shifts very quickly. If you were all of our parents, our moms and dads, mm-hmm. if they were marketers a generation ago, they had it easy. We had a consistent platform of marketing for a very long time, the internet. That's the thing being delivered in the phone, by the way. That thing screwed it up. It's tough now. Sorry. Like, I, do you think I'm happy that Twitter's losing its attention? I have 1.2 million followers on it. I was at the top of the heap. I was winning. I'm super pissed 
I'm sad, I'm not happy about it, but I'm not crying about it. I'm learning and executing in Instagram and Snapchat and that's just the way it is and it's gonna move fast and we, what we have, in, and again, because Bon is here in the context of a lot of people in the room, in a corporate environment, Again, the whole thing is misstructured. You have brand managers. These are business operators. These are people that think about profit margin, actually the formula of the cookies. They have to think about the relationships with the retailers. Mm -hmm. And on top of all of that, they have to understand what's going on in marketing and they and some random creative director from Wyden and Kennedy get to decide what the creative is that they're gonna spend all their money on. It's such a fucked up system. It makes no common sense in a 2016 world and there's a reason so many people struggle to sell shit because they don't know how. That's what I think is happening. So I just got out of the agency business after 18 years, two years ago, and back into the tech business. I'm so glad I did that before he just ripped it apart. <laughs> you know what's so funny? It's, it's not that it's ripped apart. It's like, one more time, two humans in the world decide what 30 second video is gonna drive their business and deliver it in a platform where every one of us are running away from consuming it at all costs. Like, how is that smart? Right. Yeah, but I think, but I think the other side though, and this is why I've been yeah. doing it for nine years, yeah. is that the Sorry. promise and the opportunity is so big. Because our brands are so big, because our budgets are so big, if we got it right, yeah. we could transform the world. Respect. And I actually yes. think, you know, everybody, we're in a place where unicorns yeah. are born and everybody's looking for what's the next billion dollar business. Yeah. And so I actually think we can breed dragons. I actually think because we have investment, because we have funding, because we have scale, yes. because we have scale. You guys are missing more, one thing though. Well, on, you guys more, are all corporate second, animals. Hold on, hold on, You're not entrepreneurs. On, You're not creating any fucking dragons. You guys don't have the, you don't have the DNA. You don't have the DNA. You just don't have it. So, no, 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 Here's the good news. Here's the good news. Show me the dragon. Show me, show me. You don't have it. You don't have it. You don't have it. Hold on, wait, 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 no, no, no. No, so my goal right now is Get to build a billion dollar e-commerce business in the next four years, right? But I don't think that's I don't think that's a dragging. There's a lot of billion like yeah, fine, 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 you can fine, do better. Look, fine, and fine, you fine, know fine, I'm your fine, biggest fan. Yeah, no, I know, Gary. But I know, but my point is, is look, we're just fan, about I mean, to see I, that Apple did that, right? So Apple moved away from selling a physical product to actually creating services. Right? Apple had fucking DNA to build the best product in the world. Procter and Gamble doesn't have the DNA to build a fucking dragon. No, I disagree. I disagree. Okay, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. My point is, is that, look, yes, so Apple was a little newer of a company than P&G by like 65 Fine. Fine, I do that. But still, they were still a, a, a product-based a product company that turned into a service-based company. Which I think... Take a corner. Anyway, we also have... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, we also have brands that people don't love. Gary so Vee is turning down wine, by the way. I'm on a diet. I got... Bonnet's turning down Oreos. Go now he's got to eat them. Bonnet looks um, amazing. Guys, let's give it up for Bonnet. He looks amazing. I mean, this stylish shit is real. No socks and shit. Woo. All right, go. Next question. Next question. Gary looks good though too, dude. Hey, hey, hey. hey, like, hey, hey. Every day. So it's you really guys, you guys just start talking. Woo! About I like it. Make it hotter. Make it hotter. I like so, it. Let's get. So let's you, go. Let's go. Crunk gym in here. Let's go. You were. You were talking about. You were talking about. Uh, being a social influencer yourself, you're not crying over, you know, Twitter's, uh, you know, waning attention that it's the market's garnering. the market. Yeah, and the market keeps fragmenting, right? Yep. There's channel fatigue. Content creators are talking about it. You as a social, you as social media influencers that want more and more content control over your IP and in, in various industries, you want 
that's a bigger problem than you guys have. But you want control of your IP and you want control of your distribution as much as possible, increasingly. I don't. You don't? I do not. You I don't care if someone else owns your ability to distribute and... The fact of the matter, that, that, that world is, that ship is sailed. So if you actually look at Amazon, the large majority of people uh -huh. who are selling consumer packaged goods products on Amazon... Are Aren't them. Third-party providers. That's right. Third-party providers. Right. Alibaba, the single largest retailer sure. on the planet, sure. third-party providers. Sure. So the ownership of that distribution is gone. Now what you have to figure out is how do you then partner with those folks? Even more importantly, yeah. what's super interesting about that, is these guys are going out and buying packages and repacking and creating new product sets that you've never seen. Let me, let, me, let me go down your path real quick just for a second because I, I it's an interesting point. I think Facebook's newsfeed mm -hmm. is a hell of a lot more forgiving than the three people that decided who was on television in 1985 on ABC, NBC, and CBS. We're getting crippled by what we don't have versus understanding what we do have. Mm. As an influencer, I don't want to go to fucking, I didn't have, I, you guys, a lot of you know my story. I didn't go to Hollywood and beg everybody and say, I have a wine show that's gonna be good. I just use the platform at the moment. And so look, if you don't want to be hurt by an algorithm, it's called Instagram. It gets 100% organic reach today. It could change. At least right. all indications show it's not because they've got Facebook, they're kind of like trying to figure it out. Right. So this, you see where I'm going? Oh, like, yeah. like distribution before for a human yeah. was predicated on some old white guy deciding you were good enough to be the writer or the person on TV. This is way more meritocracy. And so if Facebook changes its algorithm, let's remember why, because they actually want to do what's right for their user, unlike Twitter, which made a fire hose and everybody left, you mean did the right thing so that the best shit populated? Yeah, I'll stick with that. Did everyone get that? Yeah. That was some it's important. shit right there. It's important. It's yeah. important. Um, and by the way, it's constantly going to change. Zuck, it is. And, and Mark Zuckerberg's the guy to watch, right? Not only has he been right about a lot of things, he tried to buy Snapchat for $3 billion two years ago. Like, where, are, where is everybody? Pay attention. He, he trades one thing, attention. That's all he does. He trades on I mean, that. WhatsApp. WhatsApp is like 100%. I mean, that's where the game is. You know what's interesting? Five years ago, there was only one messaging app in the top 10 used apps, which was Skype. Yep. Now there's six. Yep. I mean, that's literally where the world is at right now. Guys, yep. we, this, is, this is it. This is, guys, this is it. This is the television, and the television's the radio, and it's 1965. Go read what happened to brands and businesses from 65 to 75. You'll see the biggest brands in the world got fucked because they were romantic about radio, and the people that went here, Miller Lite, they won. And Schaefer. P and Unilever yep. and Kraft jumped in. That's right. Oh, weird. You mean the biggest companies in the world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like it's so obvious. Yeah, it is. Yet, people have financial and emotional reasons to not jump in. No, I don't that's think right. that's the case. Oh, sure it is, oh, Bonnet. You I think that, I sure. Think it's an absence of knowledge. Can you please jump? I, you jump I mean, in. Go. You go. I was a P&G agent. Coca Cola and everyone, you know, for years. You don't think people in a corporate environment make decisions predicated on the best interest of their career? Yes, hands down. Okay, Dan. Okay, but that's not what I'm saying. Okay. But that wouldn't be in the best interest of their career. The best interest of their career would be driving their business. But the problem is that they don't have knowledge. They don't have a knowledge base. So go and ask. You can ask senior leadership. You're preaching. Senior executives. They don't. They don't know exactly. That's their fault. Like 100 percent, dude. 100 percent. Which is why. Guys that actually care about doing that are winning. That's the one. But and more but. importantly, winning is relative. She and he are going to win. Are going to win, right? Like, like you know. Listen, we've been jamming at this for a while. I never think about losing scopes to a, a digital or a creative shop because I lost on a creative subject call. It doesn't cripple me because I'm like, cool, that's another 36. That's another 72. That's another 120 months. But that shit's over. But you know what I like about you? 
is that you... Tell me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, is that quickly, like, he hates television, right? But you quickly I don't evolved, hate television. Right, That's what I was going to say. You quickly evolved to how do you use the entire mix to drive engagement? Because to be perfectly honest with you, TV is still really powerful right now. TV is still really powerful. TV's never... TV, the problem with TV is it's a dying beast. And so... Forget about dying for a second, Bonnet. The problem is there's not a single big company in America that's done an A-B test on Facebook versus television for real. Show me 20 million, 10 million each, segment all the markets, the DMAs accordingly, and see what happens, and then everybody will understand what's up. Really cool that TV's working when you're pouring fucking 17 million into that and 400,000 into Facebook. Yes, that is what's happening. Look, you know what's weird? Is you are so progressive, and to Mondelez overall, stick with me, at credit, they've allowed you, no, stick with me though. Obama today was They've allowed you, they've allowed you, they've allowed you, as an organ to actually work in their body. I give them a lot of credit. And that's why they've been able to do certain things. But, but you're talking from your insular place. I'm no, 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 I, I mean, I know you're, you, look, look who your homies are in corporate America. They're the other thought leaders at the other organizations. But when you go in those walls and you look at the allocation breakdowns, I mean. Look, I can tell you the allocation. That's why I, my I, number I, one I, advocate and television client who believes in me the most had a show that they were targeting 21 to 28 year old males coming out last season. I finally got to the place where I can sit at the top with them and look at the PL on all media spend and then kind of adjust it right. and then we get our part because we got a real relationship going, right? Oh, I yeah. sit down for the first meeting. I'm walking in. What do you think my point of view is? The first thing on the PL I look at, 21 to 27-year-old males, television show. That's who they're targeting. Radio Oops. has more money than social and digital combined. <laughs> this is my but that's real. What kind of client is it though? Is no, 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 no. That's called media retardation. No, no, no. Listen, I think we're 21 to 27 year olds drive. Listen. So my point is, my point is, is that I don't know. Well, it depends on who Get the targeting. fuck out of here. <laughs> 21 to 27 year old drives. No depends. shit, Sherlock. But they're not listening to fucking 97.4, fucking the show, and listen to. You just said you're looking at radio. Why are you looking at radio? I'm just saying. I'm not. I agree with you. I don't think that it should be possibly the majority spend. But I'm saying there's there's there was a principle underneath that was driving it, which was that's where there's a lot of. No, the principle is fucking losers making loser decisions that are comfortable. That's that guys. That are comfortable. I agree with that. But guys, you guys, guys, it's a no, real no, no, conversation. Gary, Gary, even more, what you said before is more important: is that they're lazy. Is that they're lazy? That they're not here? Why isn't every single marketing executive on the planet here? Why weren't they at CES? Why weren't they at Mobile World Congress? You have to put in the work in order to reap the benefits, 100%. and they're not doing that at all. That's the bottom line. So you better, I better see all of you corporate executives in Cannes in June. Yeah, but is the but main Cannes message. is not Cannes is not the same thing, dude. Uh, Cannes is not the same thing. Yeah, I know. Were you? No, because I'm saying no, really Cannes can is Cannes. Cannes is a place where the art of the game yeah, we, we is all, respected yeah. at the highest level. Yeah, yeah, the where fucking creative directors get away with the getting their nut off on the video they wanted to make that has nothing to do. with I did. I did. I did. I did. Where creative directors are getting their nut off on what they always wanted to make. I wanted to always make a 3D video yeah. with fucking John Legend wow. and robots, and it has nothing to do with fucking selling 
soda. That's not true. Either. It is 100% true. No, no, no. So and the only, and, 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 real quick, and the only KPI, the only, the only KPI, the only KPI is can I make a video that gets me an award so I can recruit talent and get more clients. It has nothing to do with selling shit. Zero fucking zero. So we talked about this right before, right? Yes. So this that's not true. It is true. It's true. No, it's He's gonna no, give you a bullshit bad. metric no, no, that no. says award-winning work sells shit. It's not true. The, it was funded because it was funded by Nielsen's no, who wants to support the Nielsen. Yes, it was. You know we share the same brand, but what I'm saying is, look, I was in the same boat. But if you think about it, award-winning work is work. But you sold the fuck out. Hold on. I mean, it's easy to drop stuff like that. Oh, I sold out. But my point is, so look, I was in the same camp and I didn't believe it. And the, uh, the longest presentation I've ever seen, the most boring chart after chart after chart, what it showed was that work that is creatively great, that people fucking remember, actually drives greater elasticity. I understand. I believe that. So my point I believe is, that. is that there I believe is that. value to what's, but what's being highlighted there. Now, I do agree with you that it's, it's a representation of old guard that all they want to do is make 30 second. Let's talk, let's talk about extra gum. Let's talk about extra gum. They ran a commercial, wasn't working. They ran it on fucking Facebook and YouTube and it worked. Let's just talk in the real game. A competitor of yours, it worked. They won on social. You know why? Because social is the slang term for the current state of the internet. You like cell phones? Good. 50% of our activity attention on a cell phone is in social fucking networks. Like what do we think we're talking about here? Keep thinking, keep sleeping. Keep fucking sleeping on this. But you're wrong. Preach it. Extra gum, so, 2015, extra gum. Let's talk about it. Nine so, months so on television. Gary. Hold on. Nine months on television, 30 second spot, flat. Yeah, but you know. So what? This is real though. This is real. I agree with you. Two minute version of that video which could tell the full story you and you're not confined in a well, Facebook on, environment. There's, there's Hundreds of millions of impressions. Oh, it got top line awareness and people are chewing that gum. There's more, there's more dynamics there. There's more dynamics behind that. Which okay. I agree with you, by the way. I know you're going I, to. I, I Go ahead. I know you do. We most gum, believe in this. Especially on Yes. Gum. But the thing that drives business is when a consumer sees something which is close to the point of consumption, I agree. where they can eat it or where they can buy it. And guess where you can't do either one of those with the product you just named? What's that? Television. You're preaching. So I 100% I, agree with you. I, but listen, yeah, yeah. I know, I I know we agree. Yeah. You know we agree on, we are agreeing. No, we don't agree. I heard you guys last night, it's all about VR porn. I'm huge on VR porn. I think VR porn is going to be a humongous fucking business. I'm very bullish on that. Why would why wouldn't you be bullish on VR porn? VR is coming. The porn industry is a trillion dollar industry. Why would you not be bullish on? Super bullish. That's my screen name is bullish. Yep. VR porn and television. But you know what? I'm actually bullish on. Maybe not. Together. <laughs> I th- I, look, I love VR, and actually, you know, McDonald's kind of beat me to this. You know the the, the thing, you know. But I, I think what what's going to happen is that if people are smart, the future of packaging will come, and people will use actual packaging to turn that into VR. Because the problem with VR right now is four people have a headset. Guys, and, and, they're v- all here. and by the way, VR is fifteen. <laughs> guys, guys, VR is fifteen years away for consumer mass. Like we are I way too think, early. So this is where I way think, too early. This is where I think way that too early. Brands have the opportunity to bring stuff to life so much faster. Would I you, think we could actually bring the order. Sure, you're, you're, I understand the scale of that. I mean, look, you guys have a norm. Your packaging has more attention scale. I agree. I mean, yeah. the fact that. We don't utilize it, by no, the way. No, you do not. That's the biggest challenge. No, you don't. Because you don't have the packaging. reporting. And you don't have. And oh, because. Oh, you're right. It's back to what no, I said no, earlier. You know you're political I'm animals. No, no, it's all politics. Gary, Gary, you know what it's I'm corporate worried. America. Gary, Gary, let me tell you. So political what I've come to realize is this is that these companies were built 
originally to build brands that people know and love, but they become companies that sell a specific product. And so that's all they do is they just ship a product right now. So they don't actually build brands. When you think about the IP that's wrapped around so many of our brands, why aren't our brands more than just the packaging? You're preaching. You know what I mean? And Mr. So Peanuts in talked, the 50s and 60s, 100%. So yep. That's where we've lost being brand builders. Because these are not, you build because a brand brand manager, you care about the IP because of the, your brand, because the not just the product Because the yourself. corporate structure has put oh, no. business operators at the decision table of making marketing decisions. I feel, I, I feel you. I I can, I can, That's I can. just true. And by the way, you, and you know this about me, I actually like the business operators more than the market. Like, like running a real business but, but is hard. Is I like it. It's left just they can't do brain, both all the time. Right That's right. Really and it's very rare and far and few between. So all you top 100 advertiser CEOs in the audience. They're not here. Wait, no, yeah. <laughs> you think there's a CEO of Fortune 100 in this room? That was a huge joke is what that was. So they want to open it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, Irene, I, I, I've got a statement. Irene yeah. has to worry about what Wall Street does every 90 days. Let's talk about that. Uh, let's talk about why. Let, let's, let's talk about why it's impossible for corporate America to be entrepreneurial and make these proper investments when I have empathy for her. This is she, tense, man. This is real. Yeah, this let's is talk tense. about real shit. Here's the real shit. These companies pander to, corp, to Wall Street. They have to make 90-day decisions. And of course they're not gonna make the investments that let them win, let, you know, they can't. So guys, what do you see as the, um, the future platforms, what do they look like, the most effective ways to engage with your fans, your audience, et cetera, if you are um, the new content creators, the new tale of distributors, social media influencers? Wake up every morning, go to the iTunes app store, the free charts are right there, look in order, Snapchat's at the top right now, it's, this is math. This isn't some fucking you know Bain consulting fucking five-page paper or some Nielsen's or some Millard Brown horse shit. This is straight data. It's very simple. Those are the platforms. They're sell you that. No, 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 but, but, no, I won't. No, I, think, I sure I think, won't. Yeah, I'll, think, I'll sell you that I can prove to you that I can sell it. shit. No, no, I, I, Put me up to task. But I think the more Show me. Question, I think the, more, the answer to that is the same thing is that everybody wants to have that answer. And to Gary's point, there is not that answer. And that's the problem is that so many organizations are built on, just tell me the one thing that's gonna or, change the world. Versus process where I'm constantly learning and evolving so I can keep up with where the world is going. And that's a totally different ballgame. It's called and the, by the way, iTunes. To, what? No, I know. There's no the, process. No, no, we know where no, the no, attention no. Gary, is. I'm saying inside of an organization. I get so so when the, when the platform moves, that we as an organization can move too. You need totally different CEOs in corporate America no, think, that can yes, break. You, need, no, you know what know. Jeff you Bezos, you know what Jeff Bezos wins? He said, fuck you, Wall Street. And he makes investments and he waits. Yes. That's, That's it, true. guys, it's just true. Like, this is real business talk. Like, like it's not, it's very true. Like, all the CPG, 3 yeah, do you know why 3G, do you know why 3G is in trouble in a 12-year window? Because you can only cut costs for so long. And so Wall Street will give you much love for your EBITDA when you cut and fire everybody and take Burger King from 4,000 to 30 people. The problem is if you don't grow your business, you die. Like, this is like, like let's stop talking about marketing. Let's talk about business. Let's talk about business. business. Like, talk about business, because that's where everything comes from. You know how CEOs make decisions? Based on their stock option bonuses. 
Like these are real conversations that need to be had. It's stupid to talk about this shit without layering that on top. Otherwise, we're just being silly. This is but that's si- an assumption that every single executive no, no. is making a decision based on that. I don't make decisions based on that. I make, I make decisions based on how can I move the business? How can I grow the business? You make how decisions. Can I build a billion dollar business. Bonnet, I'm in the same let me ask you a question. Not, let me ask you a question. Bonnie, just to be clear. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you think you make decisions? And, there's 100% of decision power. You think like, like every other person here, do you think some of your decisions are predicated on your own survival as a human being and best interest? Depend- do you make 100% of all your decisions predicated on Mondelez's success? Well, let me ask you the question, what do you do? Absolutely not. That's why I own my businesses because I get to own, I, it all is one and the same. What's it? You know what I mean? By the way, the answer is you don't. And even if you're the most noble person, you can't help it. You're a human. You have a family. Here's the reason why I think that that's why they should be, they're they're one in the same for me as well. So at the end of the day, the success of Bondelese is also the success of me. So, I mean, that's, but but I will tell you, I think that one of the hardest things is for organizations to rationalize that people, people have, have additional interest beyond just going into work that day to do that one thing. And how do you figure out, I, I was talking to, what's the from NBC, and he said, you know, I've been talking about intrapreneur, how do you create internal entrepreneurs? He said sidepreneurs. Everybody's got a side hustle. Now organizations could either invest in that person's side hustle, because they know 30% of their time on the job is building that next side hustle. And if they just invested it, I thought that was really, really interesting. I agree. Why can't you align those two things so that everybody's winning? And that's the problem, is that that's the other thing that's tough, is that these things are pyramids. So somebody has to lose in order for somebody to win. It's merit, I don't it's, it's the game. Yeah. But it's the game, like, by the way, do you know how many people, do you know many people go to corporate America that don't want a side hustle? Guys, we also have to talk about the people that really are pumped to make $200,000 a year and have good work-life balance and get their vacation time. Like, there's all kinds. But I, I do think that there is. organizations provide platforms to change your life. And so, you know, I think, look, I, think, I love big orgs. I think there's, there's something- I love big orgs too. In, in, in but they don't fucking create, they fucking accelerate. Some, some big organizations create though. To your point, they don't have the DNA, it's the culture that sits inside them. So look, Apple, Amazon, all these guys are big fucking organizations. Yeah, but they change. Am- bigger than Apple, yeah. Apple has not innovated the same way under Tim Cook. He's maximizing, yeah. he's not creating. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 like Jeff Bezos is creating. Mark Zuckerberg is creating. They're betting on it. Like, this, everything stems from the top. Everything, always and forever, that's the truth. And, and to, to have these conversations about marketing, you have to level up all the other things. You have to level up when a marketer does something really smart in an organization that's progressive, but there's no internal reporting to justify it. The only justification is the business wildly went up and yet other people are looking down at that person because the scorecard doesn't show it. What's the matter with people? Yeah, I agree with that. Thank I mean, you. I think the scorecard, I think the scorecard doesn't reflect where the future is. It only reflects where the past was. That's exactly that's one right. of the big Yeah, it is. One of the big it is. And to your point even more than that, because a lot of leadership might not understand a lot of those platforms. Because a lot of leadership, again, and I don't begrudge these people, you worked, you, you went to business school, you went in debt, you worked in this company for 20 years and grew, you, you paid your dues, and now you're the CEO, right? You fucking spent 30 years to get to this moment, and now the market's changing like crazy, and you're fucking pissed, and it sucks. No, but you, you know what's interesting is that change, change for me, and I think for you too, is exciting. That's what wakes me up every day is change. But not for everybody. Be, no, 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 but I think it might be a different generation of leadership. And so that's why I, I think agree. the generation of leadership that steady handed the wheel was. Guys, there's a reason the biggest companies in the world always go out of business. Like, there's, there's, there's a reason. This is historic. Woolworths is not number one. 
Like, what? Woolworths is not number one. <laughs> no! You know, like, guys, Walmart's already lost. Oh, they don't have the infrastructure and DNA to win. Yeah, but my book is going to be on sale board. God so bless. Gonna... <laughs> I'm pushing. <laughs> no! I'm going I'm going to a bookstore right now. It's not about are you winning right now? Yeah, it's so it's, it's like it's like it's the cadence of trying to put yourself out of business while maximizing your business while you're doing you know, it. Look, four years ago I was like, look, Hilton was smart, they just launched Hilton BB. Game over. And that's not really game over, to your point. But look, the brand name Hilton, everybody yes. knows. Yes. Everybody knows. I agree. That asset is so big. But they can't disrupt themselves. That's exactly they right. Can't disrupt the guy that owned the biggest medallions in New York, he should have created Uber. He should have created Uber. Or I'm Hertz, with that. Hertz should have created Uber. Guess what? Cars, free, go, drive. But, I agree. But, but, but aren't you excited about the potential? If you can flip an organization like that, the what most. you can do? The most. What you can do? The most. That's what excites me. But here's the only way it's going to happen. You need to become the CEO. You heard it. Well, you heard it. And, and, and I mean this. The only people that are going to pull it off. He's running the, on an oh, independent I'm just ticket. trying to sell a book. president. Just text me. That's all I need. Yeah. I'm not going after anything else. I got to go. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Love you. Peace, dog. Thank you, guys. Peace. Have a great South by. You did a great, you did a great fucking job in that chaos. Thanks, really good. You got to sign books? No. One book? I don't, my books aren't even here. Oh, they're here. Or else sign books. 15 minutes? I'll be over here signing books if anybody wants.